scrimmage. Here's Cora. Welcome to the Casuals to Degenerates podcast. I'm your host, Luke Probasco, and with me, as always, is a Southern Bear. Aaron Tweet, welcome, Aaron. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me, as always. No, no Belleville. Again. <laughs> just, that guy just, does he ever show up anymore? I mean, he's a, he's a part-timer, kind of like yourself, but you've been, you know, more reliable he says he's out celebrating his 10th year anniversary with his wife. Like, right. who, like, are we nothing? Like, I, I don't get it. Are we not important? I thought we had something special, but apparently not. I, I thought we did too. Um, I'd like to just assume that he's probably already asleep. It's 923 here. In Iowa, so I'm pretty sure he's asleep. I mean, Grim's staying up for this. This is important to Dennis. He's staying up past his bedtime of 2 p.m., and he has decided to, to join us tonight. <laughs> Welcome, Grim. Thanks, guys. So when do you usually eat dinner, Dennis? Uh, like, do you eat dinner like one, one in the afternoon, but lunch at like 10 in the morning? How does that work? Lunch is like I eat lunch at like one thirty or two, Whoa. and then I eat dinner at like five thirty or six. <laughs> well, I bear the lead. We're getting back into our manager interviews, and we've got Dennis Grimm here. You know, the NFL bridesmaid is uh, what we like to call him tonight. Maybe one day he'll be a, the real bride. Is it this year, Dennis? Is this the year you're going to be a bride? Or are you going to be a bridesmaid again? I'll probably be a bridesmaid again. Well, I guess technically, I guess you're the maid of honor. So sorry. That's true. For that the maid true. Of honor. I appreciate the honesty. I can't wait to be the bride this year. <laughs> uh, I don't think we got to worry about five that. Years, right? Maybe five. <laughs> oh, we're uh, we're talking NFL. Sorry, excuse yeah. me. So make sure you go. You rate, review, download. I guess I don't even care. If you listen to it, just download, give us five stars. We need to, you know what? I'll help our algorithms. 
Arch Manning, Arch Manning, Quinuers, Quinuers, Nicholas Singleton. That should help get us some more uh, downloads. Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant. <laughs> All right, so let's get into our quick hitter. As always, we start off with a quick hitter. Uh, who am I? We got five clues to guess the NFL or college player. By the fifth clue, we should be able to get it. Dennis, tweet when you have your uh, pick locked in. Just say that you want to lock it in. And then honor system that uh, you keep it. So let's get started. Number one, I am a running back going into my third season of college. Anybody want to lock it in? Dennis wants to lock it in. He knows who it is. (laughs) Number Number two, I had a 6.9% receiving market share last year. Lock it in. Tweet, you look like you're getting confident there. No? All right. Number three, I was 21st in the nation in rushing yards with 1,242. You know what? I think my legit first lock-in was actually correct. Okay, your first lock-in. These sounds like Dennis trades. Like, hey, like, what would you say about this? It's like a soft offer, but not really an offer. <laughs> Tweet, you know what I'm talking about. Are you locking it in yet, Tweet? <laughs> no. No. All right. <laughs> I'm in the Big Ten and was originally locked a in. Locked in. Locked in. Dennis, are you still locked in? Well, yeah. I mean, I had to. I said locked in after. I was going to lock it in the last round, but it's the same answer. All right, Dennis, who did you say? Well, after you said Big Ten, I know I'm wrong now. Who was your guess? Devin Neal. It's Braylon Allen. Braylon Allen. Tweet. Was it another win? Uh, I was going to say it's Braylon Allen. I'm Um, undefeated on this thing. Uh, number five was I was drafted in the 45th round of our startup by our king of seas, Luke Probasco. And guess what? He was only 17 years old. That was like the talk of the town. Braylon Allen's only 17. He's doing all this to these Big Ten defenses. He's 17. Who cares? <laughs> that, when you're athletic and you're good, you're good. That was, you know, tweet, this is your game. How many, how many elite who am I player? Well, I mean, it's easy when he's just staring down at his phone typing in the question. Mm. Is that what you're doing the whole time, Tweet? <laughs> <laughs> no phones here. Oh, no phones tweet here. All right. Up, tweet holding up nothing in his hands to show us. He's got no phones. And he's not wearing any sleeves, so he, he's not hiding anything up his sleeves either. Guns are out today, boys. All right. NCAA news. Uh, Tyler Shug is named the starter at Texas Tech for a quarterback. And Makai Lemon was an early enrollee there for the spring, but he's been nursing a, a hamstring injury, I believe, um, all, all spring. So he has yet to you know see the field, but – Something I was looking for because I thought he was going to be an early enrollee, and he was, but I just hadn't heard anything. Turns out he's been injured. So something to note. Then I want to get into our 2024 SEC schedule. That got uh, put out 
Any comments, thoughts that you have, Tweet or Dennis? We'll start here with uh, Tweet. Uh, just not a whole lot. I think we kind of discussed a little bit before, but just kind of throwing throwing the new squads to to the gauntlet a little bit. Maybe Oklahoma more than Texas, but um, definitely would not want to be Oklahoma in twenty twenty four. But that's what they signed up for. They signed up for you know more more money and more chances to win championships. But I I just don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, they are getting the gauntlet there with, uh, what do they have? They have Texas, then Alabama, then Tennessee, South Carolina, LSU, Auburn, Ole Miss, and Missouri. Uh, a lot of tough games in there with Tennessee, Alabama, LSU. Like going to LSU, especially if that happens to be a night game, that will be a tough one. Um, Auburn. North Carolina's not a slouch. Yeah, South Carolina not too bad. I don't know about Auburn. We'll see. I mean, they play tough. Um, Ole Miss, run and gun. Like, that'll probably be a fun game to watch. You think of, like, Matt Corral at Ole Miss and how, how fun they were. Uh, maybe we'll get some fast-paced games there between Oklahoma and Ole Miss. It's, and then Missouri almost upset Georgia last year. I mean, they're not one to take lightly. They're one of those games that you can just overlook them. And then you got Texas. They've got Mississippi State. Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, Oklahoma, Texas A&M. You bring back the Texas first Texas A&M game. Don't know if that's a rivalry anymore, but uh, that would be a, probably a fun one to watch. Arkansas and Vanderbilt. So kind of a softer schedule in in consideration uh, against Oklahoma. So we'll definitely know 2024 Texas is back. You'll know Texas is back. Now we'll get into our Big Ten schedule for 2024. And I want to talk about the Flex Protection Plus. So the Big Ten conference and essentially had every school say there are three rivals that they wanted. If a school matched rivals with each other, they get to be locked in beyond 2025 to play each other. So think of it like um, Tinder. If you both swipe right, you match up. So under the new Flex Protection Plus model or schedule model, schools have two play opponents that will be played a home and away game for 2024 and 2025. And then they have protected opponents that will be played annual, annually beyond the 2025 season. So for Iowa, they said their three rivals would be Minnesota, Nebraska, and Wisconsin. In return, those three schools also picked Iowa, so they are locked in annually beyond 2025. However, you've got Penn State. I don't know who they picked, but nobody picked them. So they don't have any teams that are going to be playing like they're locked into beyond 2025. So they will, in 2024 and in 2025, they will play Michigan State, Rutgers, and USC in a home-and-home series for those two years. But then they'll get new opponents after that. While UCLA 
is rivals with USC. USC gets to play at Penn State and at Wisconsin. I don't know necessarily what year it's going to be, but that will be fun playing at Camp Randall and going all the way to Penn State. Hopefully they have to play in November. That would be great. And an early game. Give them the early game. You have to fly West Coast all the way to Penn State. You have to play in the cold, and you have to play early. Or a whiteout game, one of the two. The late-night whiteout game. That would be also fun. Love me a good whiteout game. I can dig that. Tweet, Dennis, do you have any thoughts? You know, Dennis, I'll defer to you as the Big Ten guy. Uh, I got the schedule up here for you guys to see. Any thoughts? Um, surprised that Penn State didn't match up with anybody. You know, kind of a prestigious school. So shocked like they, that you're not going to get like a Penn State, Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan State. Penn State, Michigan, I would have liked to see that every year. Just because, I mean, they're not always going to be a perennial powerhouse, but they always play tough. Not surprised with Iowa's selections at all. I mean, trophy Minnesota, games for all of them. Nebraska, it's every year, so that's nothing new. I thought it was hilarious that Nebraska, nobody wanted to be their rivals except for Iowa. Yeah. Obviously, the Michigan-Ohio State clearly hit. How awkward would that have been if they didn't vote for each other? (laughs) (laughs) Just like it's no longer the the rivalry. (laughs) The Big Ten would force that anyway. Yeah. You guys guys are going to play. You're like the biggest draw that we have. Yeah. (laughs) We can't afford you not After two wins, Michigan's like, you know, Ohio State isn't that great. Like, we're so much better. Ohio State. Yeah, we're, what about we're, the previous ten losses. Those two wins, on the other hand, yeah, they. Suck. We're on to Michigan State only. That's all we need. <laughs> <laughs> so, something that's you know interesting here, TV deal wise, you've got Ohio State is only scheduled to play Michigan. That's their locked in every year, so they're going to be pretty flexible. You've got. USC only scheduled to play UCLA, and UCLA only scheduled to play USC. So you got the two new teams coming to the uh, Big Ten that, you know, they want them to be flexible. You can play, you know, whoever happens to be good at, you know, at that time. Other than that, I think we'll get into our NFL news. Uh, Jacob, do you have anything that you want to talk about for NFL news? Chirp, 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 chirp. You know what that sound was? You guys can't see it because it's a visual medium, but that was Tweet trying to throw Jacob. He could not throw him very far. You know, he was a defense alignment in high school. Not a lot of people know that. Could not throw him very far, but, you know, I squashed his news. You did great. You did great, Tweet. Uh Dennis, while you're here, is there any Malik Willis stats that you want to share with us? Or <laughs> um, predictions for the year? Predictions for the year? Yeah. Ryan Tannehill goes out week three. In comes Malik Willis. First play, rushing play with Malik, who goes off for a 20-plus yard touchdown run. Torn ACL. 
<laughs> Torresia. Loses his leg. All right. <laughs> That'll probably be the only stat Malik Willis gets next year. We're still at a trade counter of 33. Eight. Sending nothing out. Dennis, have you been getting any trade offers sent your way? No. No. I also haven't been actively looking to make trades. Is Nate even in this league anymore? I don't think Nate's in it anymore. Okay. I okay. haven't I haven't heard anything from him. So we should probably do a welfare check on him. Make sure he's still around. I'll send him a, a quick Aaron Rodgers trade, see if he, he rejects it or not. Tweet, have you been getting any trade offers? Mm-mm, nope. Have you been sending any? Uh-uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting until after the college college draft. I think that's kind of what people are waiting on. So you heard it here. Dennis is waiting till after. He will not trade four picks. He's waiting till after the draft. He just said he's waiting till after the college <laughs> draft. So if you get a trade offer for him during the draft, decline it because that's – He's not in the right mind. He's he's told us already he's not wanting to do it. <laughs> okay. And you're not allowed to ever change your mind. You have to, you know, have hard, fast takes. And, uh, yeah, like I said, never change your mind. Stick to All your right. guns. All right. Well, I can tell you what picks aren't getting traded. That's the, ninth? the entire ninth round. <laughs> it turns out that is correct. <laughs> I, I As the – Fact checker, checker on this uh, this podcast we do. I googled that and it was correct. I wanted to test that theory. I offered Dennis Patrick Mahomes for one of his ninth round picks, and he said no. He wants that ninth round. It's an insane, insane move. But you know, tweet. Here we are. We've made it to our manager question. Our interview series, we've got Dennis, and we got to give the people what they want. They want you to interview Dennis. They don't want to hear my voice. They want to hear. They want to hear this rivalry. We talk. We're talking about Big Ten rivalries. If there is a rivalry, it is Aaron Tweet versus Dennis Grimm. That is our rivalry. Elite, elite rivalry. Dennis says. Has Tweet like ever beat you in anything? Probably not. Well, I've never lost to him in anything. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tweet, you want to you want to come over and play some Madden? Me versus you? Well, not right you now. It's it's nine forty p.m. <laughs> I heard that when you guys play Madden, Tweet plays as Lamar Jackson. Is that correct? <laughs> no. Fake news. <laughs> All right, Tweet. Take it over. Hi. My name's Tweet, and I'm going to interview you. I love Lamp. Uh, Excuse me. Uh, Grim, we are just here to ask you a few questions today about your fantasy squad. We just want to know, what's the biggest thing that you have learned in two years? Fantasy-wise, not just like in life, but fantasy-wise. Don't trade with Luke. Ignore Luke and Jake. 
probably don't trade away all my college talent. And maybe keep some early picks every once in a while. Well, would you look at that? It's always good to learn from your mistakes. Moving on. <laughs> Great transition. Like, I can feel the interview right now. It, it just feels like a 60 minutes interview. Yes, it really does. You're just going to hear the TikToks. Tick, 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 tick. Anywho, back to our story. Back to our story. How do you feel your second year went, both college and NFL wise? Dun, dun, dun. Uh, I mean, NFL went as well as it could, considering how did it did it go as well as it could. Wrecked, you could have won. You could have won, Dennis, and you didn't. Was, how wrecked my team was on the energy on energy geez on the injury bug made me make a lot of trades that I shouldn't have done that I really regret making, like the Gallup trade, but. Second Do you remember place, what that consisted of? Jaden Ott and C.J. Donaldson for Michael Gallup. Oof. Because yeah. I kept losing wide receivers and I needed somebody to throw in there. And we don't so like, like I said, Gallup. I went, I went hard for the championship last year, so did not happen. That being said, I mean, you went hard in the paint. You went after it. I did. But what's your biggest weakness on your NFL side? Age to my tight ends. Travis Kelsey and George Kittle. You know, they're the two best tight ends, but Kelsey only has two years left. Kit, I, I would not be shocked if Kittle retires next year, to be honest with you. I just think he's in a position where he enjoys football, but I don't think – Football has to be his life. I think he wants to go WWE. <laughs> Dude, I'd, I'd watch. I would start watch wrestling again if George Kittle goes to WWE. <laughs> Luke is all about the WWE. It's all what about is your... the game and how you play it, right? Can't hate the player. I hate the game. And I'm Triple H. <laughs> is that the end? <laughs> Well, this was fun, guys. Oh, wow. that was <laughs> intense. 40 minutes. Yeah, we got to wrap this up. <laughs> Excuse us. That was not the end. Please don't turn off our pod. Back to the interview. Do, do, do. Who or what is your biggest strength on the NFL side? And you can't say quarterback. <laughs> okay. My running backs, then. I mean, I have a very talented roster. I built it that way to contend early on in this league for the NFL side. That's why I traded away a lot of college assets to go big in the NFL. It's gotten me a third and a second. Hopefully, I can push that boundary and get first this year. Yeah, I can't blame you there. Um, now comes a viewer question from uh, named Jakob. Um, I think he's German. But uh, why do you like running backs so much, though, is a question that we've got in here. 
I like running backs so much because they're kind of like so wide receivers you can play comfortably 40 wide receivers on any given week in a fantasy world that you you will feel comfortable that you're going to get some points out of I like having the two to four elite options on the halfback side where kind of like with the Travis Kelsey thing, just having Travis Kelsey, it's almost like I'm guaranteed an extra five points on that matchup alone. Same thing with running backs. I typically don't lose the matchup in my game because of my running backs. If I lose, it's not going to be because of my tight ends. It's not going to be due to my running backs. The first year was due to my quarterbacks because all of them were rookies. And then this year was my wide receivers just couldn't stay healthy. So maybe this year everything comes together and I I can bring home the championship. But I like having running backs on my team because I think they're a premier position. Moral of the story is find somebody that looks at you the way Dennis looks at Saquon Barkley and oh, yeah. his quads. Wow. Not his quads, no. No. He's what been checking in quads out for a while. <laughs> Speaking of Saquon, if you were the GM of the Bears, would you trade Justin Fields for, say, Quads Barkley? No. Another viewer question. No. No. And no. Can we ask why? So you don't like Saquon. You're giving a lot of mixed signals, Dennis. I absolutely love Saquon Barkley. He is by far my favorite favorite non-Hawkeye or Bear player in the league. He could be a Bears player in this scenario. Absolutely. The Bears had Justin Fields, and they finished last. Yeah, I know they did. And more than likely, we're not going to finish much better this year, regardless of what all the NFL analysts are saying. But Justin Fields is also potentially the most – Prolific's not the right word, but the most upside quarterback that we've ever had. And I think it'd be wrong. What did you say? Except for smoking Jay. Except for smoking Jay. Jay Keller uh, was elite. Hey, sadly, he's the best quarterback in in the team's history. But what so, if the Giants were like, we'll give you Danny Dimes and Saquads for Justin Fields? No. You heard it here first, Jaqib. Uh He's not doing this. No, Another- I love Saquon. He's one of my favorite players. But that would be a bad move on a managerial side of things. In real life football. So, tweet. I've got a couple more viewer questions here that that just popped up in the chat. This oh, one gosh. is for, uh, from Belleville. Um, how many rushing or receiving yards will Jonathan Taylor have in twenty twenty three? Jonathan Taylor will have. 436 rushing yards. Or, I'm sorry, receiving yards. Man, that's going to be (laughs) – That'll be it. Running back one is going to be bad. That's going to be a rough, rough fantasy season for me. 
if that's the case. You're not getting first. No, I won't be getting first if that's the case. So what you're so what you're saying is he's going to have the most receiving yards that he's ever had in the NFL this year. Yes. All right. So uh, Belleville also wants to know how many drops will he have. <laughs> Less than two. Less than two. He also would like to know how, why did his high school, Wisconsin, and the Colts refuse to use him more in the receiving game? Because they use him so much in the fucking running game. The guy needs to take a break. It's called a third down running back for a reason. And Naeem Hines, while he has his flaws, was a fantastic third down running back. Jonathan think- Taylor is not the receiver that Naeem Hines is. Jonathan Taylor, though, can catch the football, regardless of what Jacob. Nope, no, this one is Belleville. Belleville? Belleville? Sorry. Regardless Um, of what Belleville thinks. I mean, there's only really like three running backs in the NFL that are great at both. We do know that, right? Right, like. And I'm not saying Jonathan Taylor is great at catching the football. He doesn't no. have to be. Who's no. great at both, Tweet? Who's great at both? I think you go down the line, you go McCaffrey, Eckler, and uh, Kamara would be your three. So Barkley. any eh. – Barkley. Dennis is number one guy. He doesn't even make your top four. No. I, I think if you look, if you look at stats – Overall, those are the three guys that are consistently the only ones up there. And then it's a bunch of random, like, running back twos, like, on rosters, like backups that are third down backs. And then there's some sprinkled in What about other running back ones. Like, what about Dalvin Cook? Eh. I mean, I think, I think if you look stats-wise, I don't think he's up there either, is he? Not, not sure. Uh, but I don't think Naheem Hines did much last year for the Colts because he was traded to the Bills. Correct. Yes. So, and I'm trying to remember who took over because they brought in Zach Moss and then Deion Jackson Jackson did a little bit. I mean, your top guys last year were McCaffrey, Eckler, Fournette, McKinnon, and Kamara. Yep. But I mean you you look McCaffrey's at seven forty one and Eckler's at seven twenty two and then you're two hundred yards drop off to Fournette. I mean Oh yeah. Well I mean Barkley, A lot of people don't like Ramondre, but he caught the ball out of the backfield a little bit. I mean And Barkley, his Barkley had three hundred and thirty eight yards. Oh, I was great. gonna say after his injury, what was it two, three years ago? His his receiving has dropped, but what he came in as a rookie, I think he caught something like ninety pass, like ninety three, ninety four passes. How many games did what's his name play last year? Who's what's his name? Your guy, Jonathan Taylor. He only played like ten or eleven. So Saquon Barkley, his rookie year, came in. He ran the ball two hundred sixty one times for one thousand. 307 yards, and he had 91 receptions with 121 targets uh, for 721 
receiving yards. And all you had to do was trade. I don't remember what was on the NCAA side, but all you did have to do is trade, tweet, Tevin Coleman, Tutu Atwell, and Chuba Hubbard. No, Mecca Abuka. I said, well, all you had to trade on the NFL side. Oh, sorry. I missed so, the NFL side part. I just yeah. think I just think the receiving part of the running back is such a crapshoot unless you have like the top three guys. I, I think that's an overused stat because I mean, if you go back to even twenty twenty one, I mean, is your boy Ty Johnson your elite guy? Like, is he? Or if we're going to count running backs based off of receptions and run, you know, stuff like that, like Darrell Williams. For the Chiefs, he crushed it that year. He was the fifth leading receiver. Like, do you want him over, you know, Jonathan Taylor? I I think the 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 receiving out of the backfield's nice if you can get the guys that are the tops, the Ecklers, those guys. But it, after that, you're gonna have other guys that can do it. So, Dennis, what do you think about Jameer Gibbs this year? You he's think- gonna be a wide receiver in the backfield. Do you think he'll be uh, Kamara-esque, maybe not as a rusher, but in the more of along the lines in receiving or like an Austin Eckler type? Uh, actually, I think Detroit's going to use him and Montgomery pretty evenly. I think I will not be shocked. I mean, yeah, Gibbs, Gibbs receiving coming out of college, he's a – great running back. I think he can be a great running back receiver out of the backfield. But I think he's actually going to do really well rushing the ball as well. Detroit's got a good offensive line. Detroit's got a good team. I don't know how the hell they built this because Detroit (laughs) has never done anything right. But they they actually have a pretty decent team. I think Gibbs will probably end up somewhere with like 60, 65 to 75 catches. Oh, I was going to put the over under at 65. <laughs> I Well, then I will take the over, the over. because I think it's going to be a little bit more than 65. And I would say yardage, you're probably looking around for 50 to 500. Can I just interject here? I don't yeah. think it's right that we're putting over unders on a team that has gambling issues. So. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be lucky if Jameer Gibbs doesn't catch that bug. <laughs> right. Good good call. Good call. That, that's fair point. That's <laughs> fair. Dennis, uh, inevitably when the Bears finish dead last this year, um, you've got your hopes up. They're, they're going to win some games. They finish last. Are they going to select Caleb Williams or Drake May with the first overall pick? First off, my hopes aren't high. I'm pretty sure I just said there's a good chance that they won't win a lot of games. Sounds super high from you. Super high. If they do finish dead last, I don't think that will happen. But if they do finish dead last, I can see them going after Drake May. And then, so I guess what would you as a Bears fan like to see? get a haul for Justin Fields or 
if they're moving on, they probably can't get that haul or move the first round or the first overall pick. Well, I said last year before the season started that I did not, I was not looking at last year as a growth experience for fields because I did not think we had a good team at all around him. We had two good running backs, a decent, maybe a decent tight end, but Cole Komet hasn't proven anything. Wide receivers, Darnell Mooney, who I think is a very solid number two. It's not a number one. I wanted to see what this year he's going to do. Bears had the cap going. Bears knew they were going to have over $100 million in cap space. They got that now. We went out. We spent money. They have a decent offense. At least they've put together, let me rephrase that, the makings, something on paper that looks like a good offense. If Justin Fields doesn't succeed in some way, then I don't think you're going to have him. He's He won't have trade value. We won't pick up his fifth-year option, and we'll draft a quarterback, and we will probably run Justin Fields to the ground. Will you get – uh, See you later. Will you get um, – Oh, where was, where was uh, Trubisky from? North Carolina. That's why I said Drake May, because of North Carolina. Yeah, that's might get uh, post traumatic stress. Like, oh no, another North Carolina guy. We oh, but I like I like Drake May when he first came into the league. I, I'm the one who drafted him in our C2C league and sold him. I did for Darnell Mooney, actually. How did that go? Um, you know, it's, it's one of the actually, mm, I would say probably the trade I regret the most. And you traded that to your cousin. Does he remind you at Thanksgiving and family (laughs) gatherings that you gave him Drake may no, but I'll bring it up every once in a while. (laughs) All right. Well, that, that does it for our, uh, Questions from the gallery for now. Tweet, you know, let's get back to the hard-hitting questions that you have here for Dennis. Boom. (laughs) Was that supposed to be a hard hit? Yeah, that's what that was. Like a Micah Parsons blindside hit. R.I.P. Ray Lewis's son. We are back. We want to know... This year, what's your strategy? What do you what do you what are you strategizing on the NFL side? How do we let this guy talk on a podcast? <laughs> I bring in the people. Dennis, <laughs> I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. This podcast was put together by the Make a Wish Foundation. <laughs> and Tweet has always wanted to be on a podcast, and that is how we got to where we are. We're back, baby. <laughs> what is my strategy for the NFL side? Is that what you were trying to say? What's your strategy on the NFL side? Uh, try to win it. I mean, I, I there's not much strategy at this point because I've constructed my roster. 
You're not going to make have, any trades. You're not looking to, to do anything. No, because apparently people want quarterbacks who either go undrafted or drafted after, on day three opposed to quarterbacks who are drafted in the first round and start in the NFL. It's a valid point. Why do you think that is, Dennis? I don't know, Luke. What do you do for them? I don't do anything. You do any uh, sexual favors? I do zero of those. <laughs> I that's, do. A, that's a lie. I know that. <laughs> I actually made a trade with your cousin, which then you tried to pull the rug out from under me in this trade, and he yeah. still said no. What? Why doesn't your own blood like to trade with you? Well, Maybe. I mean. Technically, not blood-related. Okay. Technically, even though, I mean, he is probably my favorite cousin. Um. <laughs> so why doesn't he like to trade with you? Maybe we need to be looking in a mirror. Maybe that's what we need to do. Why doesn't your own family like to trade with you? No answers. He's got something hiding. He's got skeletons in the closet, folks. You heard it here first. No response from Dennis. Move on to the next question. For, for context, I'm here staring at the computer screen, glaring at Luke Probasco, because somehow he weasels his way into trades. I ask people what they want, and I give yep. the people what they yeah, want. I'm a man of the people. DTR, guys. First round draft pick. People want DTR. Hot commodity. DTR. Max Jones for a Some of us just strike while the iron is hot. Jones you know? for a second. Nope. That was, if you heard that, that was striking while the iron was hot. It's a hot iron. Hot iron. I, I caught that one. Mm -hmm. I, uh, you know, I mean, you make trades, things happen. Sometimes for you, sometimes against you. Well, Mac Jones is available, whoever wants him. I know at this point nobody does, so I will keep him as my fourth quarterback on my team. Why do you know nobody will want him? Has it been tried, you tried to pawn him off to everybody in the league? Is that oh, what? I meant, I'm pretty sure I mentioned it about every couple couple months. Mac Jones is available if you're looking for a starting quarterback. Oh. Let's go to the college side. Do you even have any strengths on your college side? Also, please point out all your weaknesses on your college side. Uh, my strengths are Donovan Edwards and Devin Neal. Running backs. Yep. Noted. <laughs> yep. Uh, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Malachi Corley. I said last year on my manager podcast one, that I thought Corley was going to finish in the top 10 for fantasy points per game. He did that. I think he's got day two upside for NFL. He might be my best Debbie potential wide receiver, him or Dorian Singer. I, I like Jaheim Bell. Because I think he'll get drafted. He's a good athlete as a tight end. So I always like trying to stack up on tight ends. Obviously, Kelsey, Kittle, 
Cole Komet, stuff like that. I have a lot of weaknesses. I think I have three quarterbacks who start for their team right now. I have a lot of people who could start for their team, but they're all in quarterback battles. I loved the draft class last year, which is why I had like 23 picks. I'm sorry, I said draft class. I loved the incoming freshman class last year, which is why I had like 23 draft picks in last year's draft, I think. And I took a lot of college wide receivers in from that draft class, but I knew a lot of them weren't going to play. So I'm waiting for that to happen for this year. Are they going to play this year? Because unlike Luke and Jake, I will hold on to freshmen that I draft the year before, understanding that there's 90-plus kids that are trying to play football <laughs> at a college. And just because a freshman doesn't work out in year one doesn't mean that they won't work out. So why don't you take advantage of Jacob and I more in the trade market with these kids? I'm pretty sure I traded with both of you guys for wide receivers, actually. Correct. But why don't you trade for more? I'm, I'm sure I drafted more than one freshman or two. Because I've already have the i already have freshmen that i like on my team there are still people i want to draft in this year's class granted i don't have early picks to target some of the top talent but there's a lot of people on the free agency side that people probably don't know about that i think i could take advantage of also nobody wants to be Quinn Ewers, Luke. So stop trying to like pawn him. Yeah, I mean, like you're like you're like Mac Jones with (laughs) Quinn Ewers. You're just trying to pawn him on everybody. Interesting, interesting. (laughs) Don't worry, he could get for Quinn Ewers probably three first round draft picks, probably TJ Hawkinson. Preach. It's a lot of work. I mean, what else could you get out of that, Luke? I right, probably the world. I could get anything I want. I can sell ice to an Eskimo. There you go. There you have it. So what are we thinking this year, Graham? What's the strategy? What are we looking at draft strategy wise or a roster well, construction or, or whatever it happens to be? So I'm pretty deep on the wide receiver side. Well, again, I, when I say deep, I have a lot of roster spots on the wide receiver side already taken up. So probably less wide receivers. I'll probably get some quarterbacks to at least fill in on bye weeks (laughs) on the college side, Um, which those will probably be grabbed in, well, round nine. Because outside of round nine, I only have four other draft picks. So most of my draft will be in round nine. What What is your strategy behind targeting full late round picks then? Like, why do we do this? Last year it was because I, I don't know why. I started with – I don't even know how it got going. I made a whole bunch of, like, trades, and we got, like, including late round draft picks involved in it. And then I looked at my team and I had like five 13th 
five round 13s. And I'm like, well, shit, I might as well just try to go for them all. And then the plan was to try to target as many tight ends as I could. And I got, I don't have, I don't have the draft draft in front of me. So I don't, I can't remember exactly who I drafted in the 11th. I know Malachi Corley was in the 11th. Um, Elijah Brown, who went to Alabama as a freshman, was in the 11th, I believe. Kale Vanderbush from Iowa was in the 11th. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I can't remember them all. Oh, maybe Eli Raridon, the guy who I traded to Chad from Johnston or Valley. Can't remember which He's from Valley. Valley. Yeah. But. Yeah, this year I'll probably target quarterbacks, tight ends, and halfbacks because I don't. So in the eleventh or thirteenth round, you took yep. Cameron Latu, Elijah Brown, tight end, tight end, Kale Vanderbush, tight end, Carson May, Iowa quarterback, Maca- uh, Malachi Corley. Yep. Arlen Bruce, Iowa wide receiver. <laughs> Dane Key. Oh, yep. Wesley okay. Grimes. Amar. Uh, Amani. Amani Winfield. Calvin Turner, who must have been a placeholder for somebody. Calvin Turner was a placeholder for. Sir, how important these guys are to Grim. He can't even remember their names. Do you feel oh, that- they're all written down on my paper? But it's not like I wrote what dra- what round I drafted them in. Oh my gosh! But yeah, I mean, like I like I said, all all those people that you named, they were tight ends or wide receivers. I targeted. That's pretty much all I targeted last last draft. I targeted some halfbacks, but not not a lot. It was basically just wide receivers and tight ends. This year it's going to kind of be flipped around and I'll probably grab quarterbacks and halfbacks. Every time Grimm says tight ends, it, it just makes me feel sexualized for some reason. Like he keeps saying I have a tight end. <laughs> Grimm, knock it off. Tweet. Go no, on. I will not make out with you. We've got a viewer question. Uh, this is a this is one from Jacquabwe. Um maybe from Zimbabwe. We can't quite tell. Uh, this question is very vague, but we are going to leave it to you, Brian Ference? Question mark. Next. I would I mean, be sure to say you're a big fan. All right, yeah, huge fan. Don't. I mean. What Kirk Ferentz did for Iowa's football program, we are not a perennial powerhouse, but we are consistently, we are a very consistent football team. Never going to blow anybody. We're never going to have. Whoa. Jesus. Titans blowing people. Wow. Didn't even realize I said it that way. Also, just look, Kelvin Turner was a placeholder for a guy that you don't even like, Jaden Ott. 
you sent him away to Ian for Michael <laughs> Gallup. Yeah. That's another – that's probably – last year that was probably my least favorite trade I made. I made that trade and – So how did Ian swindle you for that trade? You don't like it. How did he swindle you? You know? Because I asked him what would it take to get Michael Gallup. He said that, and I was like, well, shit. I so, said, fine, I'll do it. So interesting. You it, made like, a trade. You wanted somebody. You made a trade, and it didn't turn out well. Do you think that maybe has has happened for other people in the league? Yeah, but I had buyers. I had seller's remorse or buyer's remorse, whichever one you want to call it, immediately. Because at that point, I'm looking at my team. Michael Gallup is getting thrown in my starting starting lineup last year who is coming off what was he coming off an achilles or was it acl acl ACL? yep who wasn't having playing very well and i was like why am i going after this guy i probably can't win because of all my injuries at that point derrick henry i believe was on and off the field jonathan taylor was injured my uh what who were my wide receivers I lost quite a few wide receivers. Can't remember all the wide receivers I lost. Hollywood Brown, I think, was one of them. But I was just trying to fill a roster because my team was good enough. Michael Thomas, Debo got hurt. Yep. Mike Evans didn't show up for most of the year. Except week 17. (laughs) Or week week 18, I guess now. Yeah. But, yeah. So... Allen Robinson. At one point, we had a trade that I was maybe going to get Allen Robinson, but that didn't turn out. Nope. Sure, sure, glad I didn't, sure glad I didn't step on that landmine. I wanted Allen Robinson, but here we are. You were fortunate enough to get him. Luke, did you not hear at the beginning? Don't trade with Luke was like the first thing he said. <laughs> Yeah. That makes total sense. I will just ignore any trade request that Dennis has for any players going forward. I guess he'll give oh, you yeah. Mac Jones. Nope, can't have him. Like I would like to have him, and I would like to give him Patrick Mahomes in return, but there's no <laughs> trading with Luke, so we can't do that. <laughs> anyway, Iowa. Consistent program. It's time for Kirk to go. And if the if the only way to get rid of Brian is for Kirk to leave, it's time leave. Gary Bartz is no longer our, our athletic director. I think the writing's on the wall, and I do not think a Ferentz will be a coach next year. You're right because he'll be the AD, and he will hire his son to be the head coach for Iowa football. Writing is on the wall. You said it yourself. I know. <laughs> I can have hope, Luke. I can have hope that Brian Ferentz is not going to be in Iowa's future. You can have hope. And what is stronger than hope? Destin Hill has finally come to campus at Florida State. You've been waiting. Like you said, you hold players. You hold them and you hold them. You finally get Destin Hill on campus at Florida State. How many yards will this 25-year-old true freshman have? (laughs) Is he actually 25? He can't be no. 25. No. He's like, what, 21? 
Yeah, he's probably 21. <laughs> As your uh, local fact checker here. There he goes. See, he's got his photo out of Luke. That's yep. how he that's how he answers all your questions. No wonder. I guess I never noticed that Tweet always cheated. <laughs> Are you surprised? No, I shouldn't have been. I shouldn't have been. <laughs> Destin Hill. Tweet's probably trying to figure out still how to like spell Destin right now. It says he's 19. No. I mean, he sat out like two years. Yeah. Yeah, so, it's easy as no, I mean, honestly, so probably like twenty when the season starts. Florida State has a lot of talented wide receivers. Some coming in, some actually tran- transferred over to Florida State. I don't think Dustin Hill is going to have. Uh, I'd be shocked if he breaks 300, 400 yards receiving. I would love him to. Because when he, I loved watching his tape when he first, when he was getting recruited out of high school. So even before this league, I know you guys know, but some others, listeners that I know are always listening to our podcast and downloading may not know. I, I followed high school recruits. I followed this stuff prior to the C2C league which is one of the things that made me want to do this. So Destin yes, Hill. Was, fuck you. Exactly. Oh. Destin Hill was probably my favorite prospect in that entire draft class. Outside, Marvin Harrison. Let me rephrase that. Marvin Harrison was probably my favorite prospect. Wow. That, I mean, you've been following it for a long time. I am a fan of Marvin Harrison Jr. I prefer <laughs> Jesus for Christ. him. Really? Uh, do these do these recruits ever get weary of you following them around? Probably as probably as weary as they get when you send them a message saying, "Hey, I want to have an interview with you." I get plenty of interviews. They love it. They love the attention. I'm sure they do. You'd make a good tight end, boy. I mean, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> so you said that you follow these recruits. I try How to. Much research do you do for our college supplemental, college side, whatever, however you want to take it? Like, how much research do you put in on the college side? Well, not a. So, like, for example, this year, not much more than what I typically do. Just because, one, on the draft pick side, I don't really have a lot of draft picks. So like for the league purpose, I'm not, it's not like I'm targeting specific freshmen that I think that may or may not be there. I am actually probably going to hit guys who went into the transfer portal. I have my five-star notebook that is sitting right next to me. And I have just a list of players that were in the transfer portal four and you know five four star players that were four and five star players that are transferring that had all the talent in the world and I start a couple of them and probably will target them in the draft it's a, probably but, a good idea let's open the star, five star notebook and let's divulge those names that you want to talk talk about or are there any like high profile names you're like hey I can't get this guy that you really enjoyed watching well, 
So transfer portal wise, is that what you're asking? Because, sure, whatever. Well, so on the free agent side, I'm not talking high. We won't go freshman profiling. I'll just go kind of like in our free agent pool. Probably the biggest name. Carson Steele, halfback. He's if you're looking for points out of a halfback, he's gonna get you probably close to 300. Uh, like Roman Hemby from Maryland. Maryland. Yep. Big fan of. Big fan of him. I don't think there's any way he's gonna last through to me in round five, and if he does, he's actually. I will be taking him if he's there. But he's not uh, in the transfer portal. Huh? He, he wasn't in the transfer portal. No, I know. I said I'm not going to la- label the okay. transfer portal guys. Not but specifically. Well, okay. here. So, obviously, for as an Iowa fan, you had Caleb Brown, which once he went into the transfer portal, I had him written down. The fact that he's at Iowa is just that much better. No way I'll get him, though. <laughs> Jimmy Horn goes from was it you Jimmy Horn Jimmy Horn Jr. I think was Missouri and went to Colorado. I believe I I believe I believe he was uh, USF and then transferred to Colorado. That might be right. Well, what Missouri? No. I think he actually went to Colorado State. Jimmy Horn. South Florida. South Florida, yep. South Florida then went to Colorado. Mm -hmm. Yep. Boom. Good job. Go Bulls. Resident fact checker. There you go. Appreciate that tweet. So there you go. Yeah, so you got Horn. Uh, any other names that you want to talk about or uh, freshman profiles that you like that, you know, hey, these are really good guys that I'm excited to to watch? Well, a couple more in the transfer portal just to, just to throw names out there. He is back in the transfer portal, Sadeo. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Is it Treor? Treore. I think is how, yep. I think he was Arkansas State, maybe. Then he yep. went to Colorado, and then mass he, exodus. Left. Then he, yep. I think he was there for about a month, and then left, and still in the portal. Tight end, SEC guy, Varkis Gums. Varkis Gums. I believe he went to Arkansas. Arkansas. Yep. He's he's another tight end, which I mean. I have him written down just because that's, I mean, I don't plan on taking many tight ends if I do, but he's, he's good from a target that, standpoint. Yep. yep. Now, if you're looking at freshmen, Grim saying all these names and he's like, I, you know, people might not know here. I am here. I am. I've known all of them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Decker. All right, so I'm like not going to go over any quarterbacks. Because you need them. Yeah, you need those guys. I do need those guys, yeah. So 
But out of the top five, if I were to rank them, also, by the way, Miko, uh, I love his last name. I'm going to leave you. Since I I, I want to call him that because I have a feeling he'll be in the transfer portal next year. Okay. So Miko, you heard it here I'm first. Leave Grim's leaving the pod. No, no, no. He's saying oh. Nico's going to leave. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> Why would he be in the transfer portal next year? I don't know. Because that's just what I'm going to say. This is his la- his last name says that I am a Leva. Okay. All right. He's gone. See ya, Nico. So I don't know. I like. So if I were to rank the top five quarterback prospects, Manning, more, Nico. Nelson and Arnold would be mine. Somebody to look at just from a physical standpoint, even though I don't think he's going to, he's not going to be a NFL quarterback. I think he's going to have a good college career. He's a big guy. He's Austin Mack from Washington. Early enrollee, 17. Yep. Reclassified, goes to Washington, four-star quarterback. Yep. Six seven, I think. Six eight. Yep. Big Two hundred yep. something. I think he's six seven. Yeah, he's a big, big guy. He was a good recruit get for them, and having him reclassify um, is probably good for Washington. They they lock up a quarterback that they're trying to get for next year. And now they don't have to worry about, cause I think he would be one of those names that people try to poach and they lock him up and he's on campus this year. So I think that's a big thing for, for Austin Mack. Oh yeah. I, he would be somebody I would target round five if he's there. All right. All right. Guy who I have double starred on my wide receiver list. Ooh, hey, a two star. Meaning, meaning I think a two he's star in a five star notebook. Boom! How does that happen? I don't know. But meaning, I think he he's a he's not as a top end prospect, but I think he's got Which NFL conference? potential, Which and conference? I think he's going to produce right away. Which conference? Let me see if I can get it. Pack. Pac-12. There's like no teams in that conference anymore. He goes to UCLA. Nope. Good guess, though. Who are you going to say? McClure? Uh, no. Uh, nope. Okay, never mind. What's, what, what, who did you say? I said McClure. Dante Moore? No, I was, well, I was thinking of uh, – why can't Stradivant? Stradivant? Why am I? Oh, he was in the transfer portal, though, dude. Yeah, he went. He went to UCLA. He did. Yeah. Yeah. These, are, this freshmen. is a freshman. This is freshman. Right oh, here. freshman. Yeah. Oh. So say what you were gonna say again. No. Okay. Pac-12. So I. So he's Pac-12. I think he's going to have an immediate impact on the college side, and I think he as a. He is a four-star recruit, but he's lower on the board as a four-star recruit. Is he Mormon? No. No. <laughs> Are we not allowed to ask questions? Tayshawn Lyons. 
Nope. All right, I get one more guess. I get one more guess. Pac-12. Emmett Smith Jr. Why do you Tiger Bachmeyer. Good guess, though. It is not. <sighs> All right, who is it? Mikey Bonet. Matthews from Utah. Utah, okay. All right. How come when I asked if he was Mormon, you didn't say yes? <laughs> Just assume everybody who goes to Utah is a Mormon? Well, yeah, don't you? Did you fact check it, Tweet? Is he a Mormon? Look it up. Look it up, Tweet. Right I didn't pay attention to who he even said, so at this <laughs> point in time. <laughs> good names, good names, Dennis. Anybody else you want to talk about? I enjoy this. This is fun. This is fun. I like talking about different names. I don't know. I'm sure I can find another. There was somebody I was talking with. Um, Belville. Was that his name? Belville. Belville. Were you in the chat room talking with this guy? I was, yeah. I'm trying to remember what name I told him. I can't think of it off the top of my head. I'm trying to look through my list. I am going to, I'm going to look about writing a article about a quarterback that I think the league should take notice on, and I'm going to leave it at that. But his name is Byron Brown, University of Southern Florida quarterback. I think people should look at him for this uh, upcoming season. I'm gonna, like I said, I'm going to try to write an article around him, but electric guy, I think. What? What? Byron quarterback? Yeah, quarterback Byron Brown. USF quarterback. Oh, but he's probably, I'm guessing, a three star. I don't remember what he was. He he'll be a sophomore this this year. Oh, so not a incoming freshman. Correct. Okay. Sorry I missed that if you said it. No. I just In one of my other leagues, I was just pinged saying I sh- do I have another pick in me tonight. <laughs> so apparently I was asked if I sh- can make another fantasy draft pick. Probably in the rocks Hill City League would be my guess. It, that would be an accurate statement. All right. So that uh, is some names. Grim, I've got one last thing I want to ask you here before we close it out. Ooh, sounds like something was made. Let's see. Roma Dunze picked by Dennis Grimm. Good pick. Good pick. Guy will probably get drafted in the, I'll probably say the late second round of the NFL draft. Early second. Early second. Okay, we're in the second. We're within 32 picks. Okay. Um, What are some untouchables that you have on the NFL side? Herbert. Herbert, okay. Lawrence. Okay. Fields. All right. Barkley. And Jonathan Taylor. All right, I'm going to try to come up with a couple trade scenarios. I'm going to start with one-for-ones, and it's more of would you, would you rather have this player. 
on your on your current team. I'll tell you Would this. You- uh, I'll make it easy for you. If the name's not Josh Allen for quarterback. You don't like Lamar Jackson? Is it because you're scared of his ACLs? No. Dude's not going to have legs after this. Lamar Jackson and Justin Fields, I would probably probably do that for a fantasy standpoint. I just – I hope – I don't know if Fields is the guy for Chicago. I hope he is, and I would love to have the Bears quarterback because if he's the guy – he might be the guy for the Bears. Might would be you, the best quarterback. Would you trade Saquon Barkley for Tyreek Hill? In our one point PPR. No. No. Would you trade Saquon Barkley for Marvin Harrison Jr.? I would consider that one. Whoa. Untouchables might be able to be fondled a little bit. Aye. Would you trade Saquon Barkley for C.J. Stroud? Me? No. But I also have four starting quarterbacks on my roster. Would you trade Saquon Barkley for C.D. Lamb? No. I hate C.D. Lamb. I'm not a C.D. Lamb fan. Would you trade Saquon Barkley for Bijan Robinson. Yes. Oh. Bijan Bijan's my number two ranked dynasty halfback behind Would Jonathan. Would you trade Trevor Lawrence for Justin Jefferson? No. Would you trade Trevor Lawrence? For Bijan Robinson, probably not. What about Justin Fields for Garrett Wilson? Probably not. But if you're worried that he's not the future, do you are, do you also worry that Garrett Wilson isn't good? No, I think Garrett Wilson is going to be a good wide receiver. I just, in this dynasty league, I have my three quarterbacks. I think, well, I know I have two quarterbacks. I think Herbert and Trevor Lawrence are the real deal. The only way I would trade either one of them would be if it was to get Josh Allen. Would you trade... Saquon Barkley for A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown, probably not. Have I made I would, these at least? I would. Have I made your, your untouchables? Have I made at least like some, okay, these are not too bad? No, and Sa- the only reason Saquon is put in the untouchable category is he's my favorite non-bear player. Like, would I still trade Saquon? Probably not. If I'm trading Saquon, the reason he's in my untouchables is he's my favorite player. As you guys know, in order for me to move off of him, somebody's going to have to pay something they don't want to give up. But somebody might do that. I've had uh, obviously done plenty are, of times. You are correct. 
I've but, got players. I'm like, I'm not going to trade these. And then they gave me a lot of things. I'm like, well, I got to trade you. See. <laughs> what about Jonathan Taylor for Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase? Or both of them. <laughs> Dennis is at least thinking about these. He loves Jamar Chase. I do. Jamar Chase is my. Jamar Chase would be the one I would contemplate that one for. He and hates I was, Justin Jefferson because he's a Bears fan. No, I don't hate Justin Jefferson. He hates the gritty. I kind of do hate the gritty. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. And that's going to really tank our rankings. Only if we had somebody on here that had Jamar Chase who wasn't Luke, so maybe you could trade for him, I guess. What about some untouchables on the NCAA side? Um, I think I said those. Donovan Edwards, Devin Neal. Arlen Bruce. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. Um, God, really, those are probably the only two that are absolutely untouchable. And well, hold on, that's not even fact. I would probably trade them. I'm a big Donovan Edwards fan. Would you I, trade Donovan Edwards for Xavier Worthy? Probably not. Malik neighbors. <laughs> okay, so for context for people, tweets here kicking back, just relaxing in, in his couch or chair, whatever you want to say, not having a care in the world, and he pops off the chair faster than I've ever seen him move and points out Malik neighbors. <laughs> just for context so people can see, and I'd still probably keep Donovan Edwards. I'm more of a halfback guy than I am wide receiver. I really have am. we heard that before or not. He likes running backs. I do. I am a running back. I am a running back guy. Donovan Edwards or Kendra Miller. I'd still go Donovan. Bijan Robinson. Um I'll go ahead and take Bijan, please, and thank you. Donovan Edwards or Michael Mayer? Grim's also a tight end guy. Oh, now he's a, he doesn't know what to do. He's broken. I think I've broken Dennis. On my current NFL roster, I would consider that trade. You heard it, Chad. Maybe something that you can do. Donovan Edwards for Blake Corum. No. <laughs> Donovan Edwards is more talented. <laughs> yes, he is. He is straight up more talented than Blake Corum. I don't care. All right. He, he will be here here you go, Luke. You love you love chasing stats when both of them get drafted next year, because they're both gonna get drafted. Donovan Edwards will have a better season and a better career than Blake Corum will. Blake Corum is getting drafted in like the fifth round. 
is a leg this year. All right. Devin Neal or Damian Martinez? Woohoo! Well, you know I'm a Martinez fan because I was mad that you sniped him from me in our draft last year because I, I had him double starred. I had him double starred last year. So I was was upset when you took him. I think like I think you actually tr- took him like two picks before me. Nice. <sighs> Love to hear it. I will I will say Neil hmm. because he is just he's just a bigger, more physical back. But uh that's that's a close one. Devin Neal or Trevor Etienne. Neil. Devin Neal or Khalil Herbert. I thought you were gonna say Khalil Mack. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'll go Herbert because Herbert's in the NFL, more than likely a starter. I think Donovan Edwards has better potential than Neil. I mean, for me, so people who don't know, if you're wanting college people, I value NFL players more. I value them more at this point in time because it's more payout first off in the NFL side. And I care about the NFL championship more. So I value that more than I do college players. Makes sense. Makes sense. Well, that's all the questions I have. Tweet, do you have anything that you want to wrap up with? I think it's I got a whole lot of just nothing right now. No kidding. Brain's empty. Your ladder's full. Time to go. All right. Well, that will do it for us. Dennis, thank you for joining us this week. We appreciate your insight. Uh, thoughts as to how you thought the season went last year, the years have gone. What's the best way to get a trade done with you? If uh, Nate's looking to do a trade, is it through text message? Is it just to throw spaghetti at a wall? What's the best way to do a trade with Dennis? I'm not concerned because we can't trade based on your rule number one, but others might want to trade with you. Uh, Just reach out via sleeper. If you have my number, text me. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. Next week, I'm going to put in the group chat, who do you want to hear from? Do you want to hear from myself or Tweet? We are the last two, I believe, because Corey uh, does not want to participate this year. So that's unfortunate. We we love Corey, but we're not going to make people do things that they don't want to do. We do this for fun. But I'm going to put Wait, it in. That was the- an option. I had to come. I thought I could. I thought I didn't have to come on. I you have. Well, you have to come on. The people want you, Dennis. They want to I hear can. what you have to say. Nobody wants to hear what I have to say. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Dennis? You know, screw asking the people. I'm going to ask Dennis. What does he want? Do you want to hear from me or tweet next next week? Pew pew. Pew, pew. Let's go. Let's go with tweet. Okay. <laughs> and we'll leave the overall champion for the last to go. All right. That sounds great. So next week, tweet, will you even be here next week? 
I'm grittying. Dude, that's not gritty. I don't know what the hell you're doing, but it's not gritty. I'll be here next week. Perfect. I'll, I'll bring the fire. All right. Well, we will ask you some hard-hitting questions. Dennis, if you have some questions that you want to ask Tweet, he can, he, he had some questions for you, and so did uh, Jacob. Bob and Belville. Belville also had some. But if you have any questions for Tweet, let us know. We'll get those answered. Big that's going to do it for us tonight. He's Aaron Tweet. He's Dennis, And I'm Luke Probasco. Don't forget to start your studs and don't hate the player. Hate the game. And I'm Triple H. Good night.